I would like to start this episode off by acknowledging that this podcast is being recorded on the traditional lands of the Boonwurrung people of the Kulin Nation and pay respect to elders past, present and emerging. Hello everyone, I just wanted to jump on. I'm just about to head to Canberra to go and stand with the original sovereign people of this land. Um, tomorrow is going to be a massive day on Parliament steps and to be honest, I don't want to go into it too much. Um, I feel like I have to go there and see the truth and feel the truth and work it out for myself before I can really get on here and talk about it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to head off to Canberra, do a little seven hour road trip on my own and then camp at the, um, what is it called? I think it's called the Makata camp, which is basically where, um, they're all camping out, you know, in the mornings they, I've seen just videos, bits and pieces here and there. I've seen them like letting go of spirit, like bad spiritual energy. And I've seen them making spears and I've seen them, um, playing games of touch footy and I've seen them preparing food together and sitting around fires, telling stories and, in the afternoon, um, you know, there's speakers and people who teach and educate and they educate about music. And I'm so excited to just go and get immersed in this culture, number one, and listen and learn. And I feel like I'm going to be hanging off every word these people say, um, but also stand by them in the quest for truth and in the quest for justice, because I am thoroughly at the point where I am fucking done with this corrupt corporation that is currently located within Parliament House and um, they talk about how you know the protests we had 450,000 people in the street and nothing really changed you know I'm still locked out of society that was against the mandates a lot of it and a lot of it was against the bill a lot of the bills still passed although we have to take our wins where we get them in that there was only about 20 percent of the pandemic bill or pandemic legislation that passed compared to what was a really uh, originally put forward so taking the win in that but you know 450,000 people in the street and I am however many months down the track two months three months one month don't know Um, losing track of time at this point down the track and I'm still locked out of society so protests they're beautiful but they don't seem to be working and um, petitions great don't seem to be working court cases are taking forever and so this is really I believe um, as I'm sitting here in my office in Mornington that this is going to be the way forward I believe the original sovereign people of this land are the only people that can save us from this corrupt government at this time um, and so I kind of want to talk about the synchronicity and the signs that really led me to Canberra because when you really start to open your eyes it's that old saying like you can't see to believe you have to believe to see And I have spent the last six months doing so much healing work and trying to let go of fear and trying to um, just have faith and surrender. I talked in the last episode about how we went camping and I had to let go and I just wanted to trust that everything was going to work out and it did. And by forcing myself to do that, by forcing the anxious thoughts out, I've proven to myself that when you do surrender, when you do trust, things do work out. And it's not always going to work out how you want it to work out but there's always going to be that you know you are always going to think of the worst things that can happen in your head and you're going to talk yourself out of it that has very much been 
my pattern my entire life. And so the signs that I've received this week are pretty fucking to, you know, to an average person who doesn't practice spirituality, who isn't into healing, who isn't into this sort of stuff, probably would have gone about this week and not registered any of it, which is fine. We're all at our, you know, our points in our journeys. I'm at a point in my journey, literally over the last week, where signs for me have been everywhere. You know, I've seen angel numbers and I've, you know, understood that they're sending me messages. And I'm like, what fucking message? Like, I I can see them. I know they're there. I know that they're meant to be sending me messages. I know that, you know, this means that, but I don't feel like I know anything more. And then it all kind of clicked for me last night in bed. It's the first time that I have laid in bed so excited that I couldn't sleep. I haven't done that for years. Um, and to be excited about life again, I felt, I feel alive. Um, I feel like the last two years have, you know, essentially led me to this point. Um, I said, I was talking to my friend Laura last night, um, cause I posted this, um, photo basically about how, um, I had literally just had this thought to myself that, um, I have never felt so aligned. Like, wow, I feel so aligned with who I am right now in this moment. And then I checked the time and it was 2022, 22. So 10:22. And then it finally clicked. Like when you, have that thought and you see that message, it's like, yeah, like you're on the right fucking track. Um, and she, she's my friend, Laura's beautiful. But anyway, I sent her, I was like, it just feels like my last two years has brought me to this, letting go of fear entirely, being courageous and fearless in pursuit of justice and the truth action after introspection. Um, I just, I just want to talk about it. So we'll start off Monday, right? First day back of 2022, I wanted to put out a podcast that day, but I got my period and I was not in the mood, but I did get up at 6am for the first time in years. I cannot remember the last time I got up before 6am and I went down and did something that I'd never done before. And that was going to meet a group of people to do some breath work on the beach, to have a dip in the ocean afterwards. We hold our hands and we all walk in. And then um, afterwards we have a dance and it's a little thing down on Mount Martha Beach called Humans Who Rise. And I left feeling empowered. I left feeling inspired. And then I got home and I got my period and I just laid on the couch and rested. And I felt disappointed, but I was also like, I'm starting to learn to understand you need to honor your rest periods. You need to honor that that breath work and that dip, that was a lot of energy. That was a lot for you to go and do. That was very brave and courageous and something you've never done before and completely out of your comfort zone. And that was a lot. So just, you know, appreciating myself for what I'd gone and done for the first hour of the morning and then allowed myself to rest the rest of the day. And then Tuesday, I put out a podcast and I I wasn't happy with it. I, I, I was happy enough, happy enough to put it out. But just at this point in my life, I feel like I've got so much more to say. I feel like there are such more important 
important topics on the tip of my tongue and getting on there and talking about my intentions for 2022 just didn't feel like the right time. You know, we were 12 days in or 11 days into 2022 and I just felt like I had kind of missed the boat with setting intentions. But I'm glad that I released it because if it, you know, if it reminds one person to set intentions for the year and get real clear about their goals, then that would be beautiful and that would be amazing and that would be the dream and the goal of my podcast. Um, But I just, I think I just felt stuck and I felt like I wasn't speaking my truth in that moment and I was feeling claustrophobic. So then Wednesday rolls around and I have my, like a one-on-one session with my coach Carla and we spoke about how I felt like, you know, 2021 had been the year of introspection and 2022 will be the year of action. And I told her I feel like I hadn't been taking any action. I didn't like structure and, you know, I wasn't being productive. Um, And so she asked me, like, what other areas in my life, aside from work, money, career-related action, had I been taking? Um, You know, and I started setting them out, like the healing work, my health. I've been consistent for the first time in my life where I – you know, my non-negotiables are my workouts, my supplements, my healthy eating, not drinking as much, um, family, my relationship with my family. I'm making effort to call them way more often than I used to. This whole pandemic has brought us so much closer. Relationships, I've taken action on my podcast, the social media side of things. And she was like, well, see, like you have taken a lot of action. And it was kind of in that moment where like I realized how much action I really had taken the last couple of years, I mean, couple of months. And I hadn't been giving myself credit for that. I was constantly looking for the next action within that work, career, money related um, area. And I hadn't really been doing there because I've been doing so much action here behind the scenes of, you know, spending all these hours on healing myself and healing my relationships. But yeah, I haven't got around to work shit yet, but I'm sure it's all relevant and it all had to happen. Um, But yeah, it made me realize like how many, you know, hours I've put into healing myself, how many tears and how many times I've laughed and how many times I've screamed. Um, and finally feeling like I am clearer and more aligned than ever and more comfortable and happy with who I am. And now that I know my truth and my power and how important it is to really step into your power, step into your truth, step into your alignment and how good that feels. I was laying in bed last night, like felt like my body was buzzing. I have not felt so alive probably ever. So, you know, but even after, after Carla, I still didn't know if I was going to go on this road trip. I had been thinking about it since Monday. I had, it was an idea. It was a potential. And so I got off the phone with Carla um, and I was just feeling inspired from her because she's about to set off on a road trip with no end day. And she said that like the abundance really starts to manifest when you just step out of your comfort zone. You know, when you do, when you trust and you surrender and you step out of where you're comfortable and throw yourself into the unknown. And so all week I've been like just wanting a sign, right? <laughs> I've just been wanting like, tell me universe, is this, it was just 11.11 on my recording when I said wanting a sign. So there you go. Is this what I should be doing? And um, 
Thursday rolls around. Or oh, I will say Wednesday, I had started to talk to Shane about it, get the idea in his head. He originally wasn't happy with it. He did not want me to go. Um, and so we just kind of were communicating through that. And then Thursday morning I had PT and I went to yoga and while we were doing yoga, we were doing like warrior one. And, um, I was imagining myself quite literally in armor, um, as I'm doing warrior one with like my, I was flexing my arms, I was tense and real hot. And I was imagining myself there in armor, just like ready to go into battle, ready to fight because I, I genuinely do feel like that. I feel a bit like a warrior in a lot of the things that I've been pursuing lately. And um, at the end of the class, actually, I will say during the class, I looked up and there was a spider above me. And I was like, usually I would be so like, fuck spider. But I was like, hi, little friend, like, don't worry. You stay there. I know you, I know you're fine, Um, which is huge for me. Um, And then Sage pulled this card for me and I'm going to read it out because I can't even tell you, like when you really start to take things as signs rather than just going through your day, not noticing anything when you're so observant and present that you can be aware of the signs in the moment. Like this, after what I'd been thinking of and what I'd been feeling about going to Canberra, this was just like, wow, how can I ignore this? So the card is Joan of Arc and it's a young girl. She's sitting there in armor. Mind you, I had literally just imagined myself in armor and she's the warrior of light. I have a steel like faith in myself. The angels armor me with conviction. Who she is. Joan of Arc represents the power that we all possess when we are aligned with our calling. She is a legendary heroine in France for her role in the Hundred Years' War. She was born in 1412 in Domremy. France. And at the age of 13, she had a vision that she would change the course of her life. She relates years later in transcripts from her trial after being captured by the English that she would have preferred to stay in her hometown spinning wool. But the power of her vision and her belief in the truth of it compelled her to follow the voice she heard within her. The vision was of the Archangel Michael, accompanied by many angels. She said, I saw them with my bodily eyes, as well as I am seeing you, and when they left, I wept. The Archangel Michael told her that she was meant to drive out the English from France. Dressed in men's armour, Joan of Arc led several campaigns against the English and became a symbol of hope. The power of her conviction that she was acting on God's behalf shifted the tenor of the war in France's favour. She was captured in May of 1430 and taken to Rouen where which was then under English rule. A heresy trial led by Bishop Corchin charged her with the repeat offence of cross-dressing. She was condemned and sentenced to death of May in May of 1431. 25 years later, her mother, Isabel Remy, among others, demanded a retrial. 115 witnesses were called in to testify on Joan's defence. She was declared innocent in 1456 and Pope Benedict canonised her in May of 1920. I don't know Roman numerals, so I don't know which Pope Benedict that is. <laughs> so just take that one with a little grain of salt. Um, when your soul selects this card, 
During Joan of Arc's heresy trial, her interrogators asked her if she was in a state of grace. She answered, if I am not, may God put me there, and if I am, may God so keep me. Her unfaltering faith in the truth of her own visions made the impossible possible. As a teenager, she led an army that changed the course of history for France, and because of trials, we have sworn testimony detailing the courage of her convictions and her own testimony about her visions of the Archangel Michael, who inspired the course of her actions. Act and God will act. She said, the faith she had in her vision allowed her to take on a task that had never been done before by a young woman. Her every action chanted, I am not afraid. I was born to do this. She is associated with the fleur de lis known as the flower of light. It represents the Trinity, the profound truth that Trinity would not exist without Mary and her brave response to the angel Gabriel's call. Joan, like Mary, knows she is directly connected to the divine from within her and she allows that connection to guide her. Joan of Arc's life is a testament to what is possible for us when we believe steadfastly in our own vision. She asks for us to move beyond our fear, to act on our truth, and to do this with the confidence of knowing that our every step is flanked with angels. And the soul voice meditation, what is the most powerful vision for my life? And for me, the most powerful vision for my life is to quite literally be there in the depths of trying to take down a corrupt government and fucking change this world for the better. Like, I do not want to leave this world for my kids. I am going to leave a legacy. You know, when you leave this earth, what is your legacy? We spoke about this in my mindset course where no one really thinks about their legacy. And I've started thinking about it. And mine's going to be like, she did everything she fucking could to make this world a better place for us all to live while also having a fuckload of fun and just loving life. Um, and so after getting that card, I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure the universe wants me to go. And then I spoke to my dad and obviously my dad, pretty similar to Shane, a bit, you know, scared, just want to protect me, very nervous about a woman going on her own to camp in a place that could get dangerous, in a place that could get um, potentially (coughs) violent or whatever. I mean, I hope not, and I don't think it will, but there is always that potential. And he said to me about how my grandfather or like his dad had always, you know, told him, dad remembers coming back from America and saying something to my granddad, like, bottled water like they've got bottled water over there and then my granddad just like shut it down it's like, oh it's so stupid and then like now you look at fucking bottled water and how much money you could have made out of that and so anyway my dad remembers like his entire life that my granddad would just just tell him his ideas were stupid and wouldn't allow him to do anything outside like the status quo and um and things like that. And so my dad said to me, like, who am I standing in your way? Like, you're you're a soldier. You're going to war. I wish I could do what you're doing. I wish I had the courage to do that. Um, I don't want to be like my dad. And I think, like, in that moment, there was, like, some real generational curses being broken and some real realizations and potentially even, like, inspiring my own dad. And But, like, he built it. (laughs) He helped build it. Um, And, you know, having my parents behind me and just backing me 100% and having absolute faith in who I am as a person and what I'm doing helps a lot. I, um, 
I don't feel like I would have got to this position so quickly of wanting to just go out there and fight and seek the truth and seek justice if I didn't have my parents backing me like they do. And so then I spoke to Shane. Um, I will one day do a podcast on how we've managed to navigate our relationship throughout this time because we've had completely differing views. And in the beginning, this was a very hard topic for us, me not getting vaccinated, him just not wanting, you know, anything that will stop us from getting to 70%. And I feel like we're really starting to come out the other end of that. Um, But like, bless him, the last week, um, you know, we've finally gotten to another good place. It kind of goes in those ebbs and flows. And we're finally coming out the the other end of a really crazy 2021 and really starting to see the progress in all the work that we're doing and the understanding and love and compassion we have for each other. Um, but yeah, like we've kind of just got on that good page and then I'm like, I need to go to Canberra cause, um, there's a thing I need to do and bless him. He took it on board and he expressed his, you know, his concerns and, you know, I take them on, but at the end of the day, I also know that, and he knows that there is something bigger driving this <laughs> there is like, I can't ignore these calls I can't ignore how I feel anymore I've done the work so that I know that I will never betray myself again I will never um you know if I get this feeling if I get this calling this literally um I can't explain it but when I get that I can't ignore it and so yeah he has come so far and he is so beautiful last night just very similar to dad like I don't want to stop you I'm just worried sorry I just woke up and I'm like can't stop talking and I probably should have had water before I started (laughs) um but you know he's only just gotten around to like fully not I don't know fully but accepting where we're at and where I'm at with my decision and now I'm driving seven hours to Canberra with a swag and an esky to Makata camp (laughs) where people have gathered to support the First Nations and the First Nations have gathered and they have served an eviction notice to the corporation currently inside Parliament House. And so just a little shout out to Shane, like, thank you. I love you. And fuck me, I appreciate you just allowing me to be myself and allowing me to just go after what I want to go after. Um, You know, I think... Oh, fuck. I meant to say that on this was on. So this is all on Thursday. I got a little off track. This is all on Thursday. So my yoga teacher pulled my card. I got Jonah Bark. I spoke to my dad. I spoke to Shane. And then last night I tagged my friend Gabby in um, this photo of like a, a spider being tucked under like the car handle or the car door handle. And I tagged her and I was like, this reminds me of the time that you um, parked your car on the side of the road and walked home. (laughs) And she messaged me and she was like, that was literally one year ago today. And that's just crazy. And so uh, if you're any, if you're spiritual, you'll know that when things like that start to really pop up in your life, um, that's symbolism. That's a sign, you know, seeing a spider above my head in yoga where it's a very clean room. There wouldn't usually be spiders there. And then tagging her in that and then her having confirmed that that was exactly a year ago. People can go through their life seeing that as coincidence. You can go through your life as just being like, oh, you're looking too much into it. But 
if you're not taking the signs, if you're not taking the synchronicities, if you're not believing to be able to see, then you're not going to get the messages that are for you. And I think that was for me, you know, seeing angel numbers, seeing having feathers and I'm like, oh, like I, I get it, but like what is it? Um, and then finally yesterday it all just clicking, like it all leads you to a point. It all leads you to something. Um, and so I looked up the, I guess, like the spiritual meaning for for spiders and it does say that you know when we do relate them as being bad um and they they really aren't like no spider is out to physically get you they're just trying to survive they're just doing their best and the the spirituality in spirituality spiders show us the importance of birth growth death and rebirth and spinning a web of evolution and spiritual transformation they represent the beautiful and inspiring part of creativity and also need to clean out the cobwebs and keep moving forward. Um, in the spirit realm, spiders are master timekeepers, tying energetic knots that weave together the past and future to help you manifest in the present moment. Um, they teach you to reflect on your past spiritual lessons to help you plan for the future. Um, what else? What else is important? And then they rule energy over the solar plexus chakra, which is related to power, self-expression, manifestation, confidence, and feeling capable. That's all the things that I'm feeling. (laughs) That's me going to camera. I am feeling capable. I'm feeling courageous. I am feeling like this is what I am meant to be doing. And I can't even explain like how good it feels to just finally like see it all manifesting and see it all so much clearer um and I just think that like having faith in this stuff is just having faith in something so much bigger than yourself you know we're all running around on this planet and we're sick we are unhealthy we're undernourished we're underweight we're overweight we're overstimulated We're addicted to porn, to sex, to alcohol, to drugs, both pharmaceutical and illicit substances. And yet, you know, stuff that grows out of the ground like weed and mushrooms are illegal, are fucking schedule one drugs. And that's like the the planet literally creates those things for us. Everything that the planet you know, creates, everything works together as one. Why is something that quite literally grows out of the ground and is completely natural illegal? Does that not make us question? So we are sick. We are unhealthy. We are mentally fucking anxious and depressed. And we have, you know, disorders coming out our ears, physically, like heart conditions, diabetes, cancer, fucking everything is on the rise and you're telling me that we're more spiritually advanced no not spiritually scientifically advanced and more technologically advanced than we've ever been and we can't work this shit out I don't think so I think that there is something really fucked up going on there and I don't believe any of it it all feels fake to me it all feels like we're all running around like is this it is this fucking it No, it's not because really once you start to tap into your spiritual power and you have this feeling that 
there is something bigger for us. We, there is hope. We can change this world. Everyone's like, oh, I'm just one person. My voice doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Start using your voice. Get loud because we can make change. And this belief of like, oh, we're just one person or it's just a protest. We can't really make change. That's bullshit. And if we keep believing it, then that's the fucking life that we're going to manifest. I refuse to believe that. I believe we can change. I believe that we can take a fucking stand and we can make a difference and we can heal ourselves to be able to heal the world on a on a global scale. We can be doing better than this. We can be treating ourselves better. We can be treating our friends and family better. We can be treating strangers better. We can be treating animals better. We can be treating the whole entire planet better. There is better out there for us. And I think it's time we all started believing that. And so, (laughs) fuck, Um, yeah, I'm feeling aligned. I'm feeling like I'm ready to head off on a fucking crazy adventure. I'm ready to speak my truth. I'm ready to get around and immersed in culture, on the um, First Nations culture and the people. And I'm just ready to go after shit and put myself out of my comfort zone and just trust and surrender that I am being divinely guided and that things will work out regardless of whatever the worst thing that can happen is. We can definitely think about this, but how about we start thinking about the best thing that could happen? What's the best thing that could happen if I go and support these people? Maybe I spread awareness. Maybe I try and help. That's one thing I keep thinking of. I want to try and get us international attention. I really don't know how to do that. Thinking maybe TikTok, (laughs) but you know, like I'm just fucking ready. I'm ready to immerse myself in going after the truth and going after justice. And that has all happened over this kind of last week, these little synchronicities, these signs that have like been popping up in my vision, the work that I've been doing on myself have led me to this point where I feel alive. I fucking feel alive. So don't delay doing the healing work. Get out there and do it. Don't be a victim to this fucking society, to this government, to this world. Take control of your power and fucking love and appreciate yourself. I will do another episode when I get back. Goodbye. Love you. Bye.